Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. For today's <clears throat> Brahma Vihara practice, we'll continue to work with the categories of self and benefactor <clears throat> and as I'm sure has been mentioned, uh, but I'll mention it again, when you're doing the practice, uh, if you're um, having any kind of resistance or challenges in directing metta towards yourself, then... Uh, the benefactor is always uh, another um, very skillful alternative just to start to open that channel up of well-wishing. And I'll say a few words in general around uh, metta and then we can explore these categories. <coughs> First of all, with, with loving kindness, um, sometimes it's a very lofty word. I'm doing loving kindness meditation and, and we can maybe aspire to feel the heart of a bodhisattva as you're, as you're practicing and as probably has been mentioned, sometimes we don't feel quite noble and loving and other things come through. Um, and something that I've found very helpful in my own practice is um, instead of going for something very large, uh, just having a spirit of basic kindness is much more accessible. Just a simple word of like kindness. I'm practicing kindness towards yourself, towards whatever category it is. Is all, all you need to do is to just start to open that channel a little bit just a, a basic feeling of well-wishing towards yourself or others. Um, as you open that channel, even just a little trickle, even just to wish you could feel kindness, that's, that's a start. So uh, with, the, with the metta practice to know that simply the intention to be kind to yourself or to another um, is, uh, is good enough to be just where you are. <clears throat> and when you do the, the practice, uh, if you're doing any one of three things, then uh, that's also skillful, either saying the phrase, phrases, 
or having a connection to an image can evoke that quality of well-wishing or the feeling. And when you're connected with the feeling, um, then you can simply rest in that uh, all by itself. And when you're doing the, the practice and if you're using an image, um, I've found it helpful to have the, the idea of showering that image with a blessing. Just splashing a blessing over that image of self or whoever, whatever the category is. And when you're doing the practice in not a guided way, um, to go at whatever speed helps you connect with the, the meaning of the words and not to, not to rush it or feel that you uh, have to have a, a, a deep experience, but just somewhere in there to connect with what the meaning of the words is for you. <clears throat> can be helpful also if you're having a, uh, not an easy time to connect with a, uh, a good heart or a kind heart, to actually physically put your hand on your heart to, um, to open up and connect with that uh, tender feeling. There's something very powerful physiologically about uh, just touching that heart center that releases oxytocin and starts to um, generate a feeling of of warmth and kindness. And I'll start a bit with um, with self, and then I want to do something uh, maybe a, a little bit different with benefactor. Uh, first, with yourself, to you might connect with the sincerity that you bring to your practice. I mean, mm. you, you've been here for a few days now, and whatever your practice looks like. You've been putting in a lot of time because you care about waking up, opening your heart, deepening your Dharma practice. And you might for a few moments feel the wholesomeness of of that intention and the work that you're doing. And then letting your attention rest in the heart center, that place we think of that can be touched by others and can touch others. Taking a few deeper breaths right through the heart center, 
and breathing in whatever sense of benevolence you can from this field that we're creating together. It's a field of goodwill. And to just breathe, breathe in that goodwill and let it fill your whole being. And as you breathe out, surround yourself with that field of benevolence and extend it outward, just radiating out as a, in a spirit of generosity. then directing that kind energy towards yourself. May I be safe and protected from inner and outer harm. You might have a, a sense of that feeling when and where do you feel safe and protected? And as you recall that, just wish that for yourself. And if you have an image, splash that image with that well-wishing or imagine splashing it over yourself right now. May I be happy and content. Once again, recall a time or a situation where you feel that well-being and wish that for yourself. May I be healthy and strong to whatever extent possible for this body. Sending those thoughts of well-wishing to your body which serves you the best it can in a spirit of appreciation and 
and kindness. May I have ease of well-being. You might recall a time when there was a, a real simplicity and ease. And again, wish that for yourself. May I be safe. May I be happy, content. May I be healthy and strong. To whatever extent possible. May I have ease of well-being. <clears throat> and I'll be quiet for a little while and continue to direct some kindness towards yourself in whatever words are resonating for you and whatever pace you connect with.
And if you can get in touch with just a feeling of benevolence and kindness uh, for yourself, you can simply rest in that feeling of goodwill. Now, if you'd like, you can move with us to the category of benefactor. If you're wanting to stay with self, then uh, by all means, but uh, otherwise uh, exploring benefactor in, in this way. Mm. So benefactor, as I'm sure was mentioned already, somebody who has benefited you and who there's a natural feeling of gratitude, whether it's somebody that you know personally, a mentor or relative or friend or can even be a pet somebody who, some being that has um, helped deepen your capacity to love or has helped you grow in some very beneficial way. Can be somebody that you don't know personally who has inspired you by their example. It can be somebody who's believed in you and helped you see the goodness inside. And as you uh, bring them to mind, Just feel the, the natural appreciation and gratitude that so easily can flow. How they've impacted you and helped you become 
a better person or help bring out beautiful qualities in you, whether or not they knew it or know it. And then simply wishing them well out of a spirit of appreciation. May you be safe from inner and outer harm. You might imagine them just taking in your good wishes. and appreciating your thoughtfulness and your gratitude. May you open to all the happiness in your life You might see them in a happy moment and just wish that for them. Bless them with that wish. May you be healthy and strong to whatever extent possible. have ease of well-being. You might see them in a moment of deep ease and serenity and just wish that for them. You might include, may you feel my gratitude for you. Thank you.
Sometimes it can be helpful to actually say the being's name in the phrase. May you be safe, John, whatever the name. It can connect you with your special connection. May you be truly happy and content. May you be healthy and strong. May you have ease of well-being. And again, if you get in touch with the feeling, notice how it feels to just wish them well and feel the, the grateful heart. Let yourself enjoy that. There's something so full and overflowing about gratitude. And just let your experience be however it is so if you're not feeling as much as you would like, that's fine. Just hold yourself with metta. Something that I like to also include when I do the benefactor at times is to see that there's a lineage of sharing goodness. That whatever it is you received from this other being, they've somehow passed on their own goodness and it's touched you 
and you've benefited from it. And that they too have been beneficiaries of goodness that has come to them. And so I just invite you for a few moments to reflect on the ancestors of your beneficial lineage, whether or not you know who inspired your benefactor, just envision they received kindness and goodness and inspiration from others, from their mentors or teachers or spiritual guides. who received the same from their benefactors. And back through generations, just a a passing on of goodness and love and caring from one heart, many hearts, passing on just a lineage of kindness and goodness and inspiration. And they're your benefactors too because that has been passed on through many hearts. And then manifesting through your benefactor to your heart. And all of that goodness doesn't belong to anyone. It's just being passed on through all of those hearts. Feel that lineage for a moment. And you might reflect also for a moment that it doesn't stop with you, that you touch others in that way, whether or not it's obvious or you know it, just with your own caring and kindness and 
expression of your own practice. So it might be obvious there are some that have received the beneficial good heart that you've been, uh, that you've received pass on through you. Or maybe people yet to know in your life and that they too will pass that on after you to others that will ripple out to those that they touch and beyond so you in some ways are a conduit for all the goodness that has been received before you and through your benefactor and many benefactors in your life through you and passed on to others now and in the future. Just by your own good heart, it can't help but awaken that in others. A lineage of kindness and caring and goodness that you're a part of. Once again, uh, feeling that connection with your benefactor in that larger context with appreciation for being part of that lineage. May you be safe. May you be happy and content. May you be healthy and strong.
May you have ease of well-being. May you feel my appreciation and gratitude. Thank you. Now in the remaining time in our uh, in our session, you can either continue with the metta for benefactor or for self, or if you'd like, you can turn once again to the mindfulness practice and let it be held in that spirit of, of kindness and, and goodwill.
So um, I feel like we can take a few moments and see if there's any questions about metta practice and using the benefactor. <clears throat> yeah. Say, speak up just a bit. Stay with one benefactor. It's generally recommended just as a way to to use that person or that being as a uh, as a representative of that quality to just generate uh, generate that feeling and you'll go through different relationships to uh, or different um, qualities of feeling perhaps in relation to that that one one being sometimes you'll feel really strong and other times you'll you won't or you'll remember something about them that you didn't like and uh, you well maybe I should change you know once I once I was doing a uh, intensive practice, and I I used the Dalai Lama as my as a benefactor for for a few days. But even he started to kind of I got bored with him, and I thought maybe I should use my dog. And that <laughs> teacher said, "Stick with the Dalai Lama." So, okay, yeah. but the dog would have been just as, my dog would have been just as good. But uh, and if somebody else comes up, I mean, if this is if you're doing it as a concentration, particularly, then it's it's useful to stay with one. But if somebody else comes up, and you just feel that gratitude, uh, metta is very customizable. So you can just see what is supporting you generating that feeling and for the purposes, if you're mainly doing mindfulness practice, uh, the, 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 it's not so, um, so important to, to do it in such a systematic way and just stay with one, but it's generally recommended. That's a good way to go. How much what? Customization of what we're wishing them. Or like, should we try to stick with the ones that... I found some of the ones you were saying I didn't really identify with. Oh, as far as the phrases? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I was assuming that it, it's been mentioned. The f- these are, you know, variations of traditional <coughs> phrases, but make it your own. Wh- whatever wor- words have a real power, and they can have a power to activate you into resistance or they can have a power to open up a channel. So whatever words really resonate that uh, can, can touch the heart, that's the way to go. Was it mentioned here, uh, may I love and accept myself just as I am? You know, or um, yeah, or a- any, any words that really work for you, that, that's, that's, those are the ones to use. If you, once you do have some phrases that, that do work for you, again, if it's a concentration practice, it's good to stick with 
those phrases or the variation of those phrases, like may I be safe or may, be, may I be safe from inner or outer harm or may, may I be safe and protected from inner or outer harm, all of those are that same quality, but you can use the contraction or the long form. Um, but again, if it's not a concentration practice and from time to time something comes to your heart that really touches you, then see, experiment. And once the f- if the feeling is there, don't feel you have to go on to, the, oh, I've got to go to my first phrase again because that's the program. Just hang out there with, with the feeling. And uh, th- that's, that's the richest one of all. Not that you need to have a gusher all the time, but just to just to really, uh, when it's there, uh, let yourself connect fully with that. If you are doing this as a concentration practice, mm-hmm. do the words themselves take on more importance than, say, going to the heart center or repeating the phrases a few times? Is there a difference in how you practice? Mm-hmm. If you're doing it as a concentration practice, do the words take on more importance than than the feeling. Um, No. The words are planting seeds, intention for you to get in touch with the feeling. And some, for some people, the words don't, don't really work or using phrases don't work at all. In fact, there's a a, a great, lovely story. I I love it from, um, uh, Venerable Analio, who's a really highly respected um, monk, practitioner, scholar, wrote uh, some brilliant books on Satipatthana and has, has come here to Spirit Rock. And um, he's like, he's really up there as far as respect goes. And uh, there's, a, there's a great... Um, recording on Dharma Seed. He only has about two or three things on Dharma Seed. And he was at Spirit Rock for for a, a day. Uh, and uh, he was talking about about practice. Uh, and it was there was a, a, a discussion, quite a Q&A period. And he was asked about metta and, and how, how much to stick with the phrases. And he said that metta... Um, was really hard for him. He he had a he had a lot of anger, and every time he would do the phrases, it would just activate that much more anger and drive him up a wall. And um, then one one day, I think he was in Sri Lanka uh, practicing, and he had he was in his kuti, his his meditation hut, um, you know, trying to do metta, and just wasn't working because he knew it was good for him too. And he got out, and uh, he got out of his kuti, and he saw these um, these two uh, squirrels, very cute baby uh, young squirrels, playing with each other, and you know, as as young squirrels might do, just having a great time, you know. And he said, it really touched him. Just the they were so cute and so. Adorable, and all of a sudden his heart opened, and and he just felt so loving. And then he said, "Oh, 
here it is. Oh, this is metta. Ah. And that became his access to doing metta. He would just think of those squirrels and feel the feeling and rest in the feeling. And he never used phrases. And metta is his main practice. So you just see what connects you. Okay. Okay, so, um, and when you're, when you're going through your, your day, uh, you know, it's probably been suggested, uh, the metta can be a support for your mindfulness practice, and, uh, um, you know, you can't overdo it. Uh, not that you've got to work hard. It, you shouldn't be working hard at metta. Uh, if you are, there's something a bit off here. I'm trying really hard to be loving. Let it just be an invitation. You're inclining the mind, inclining the heart. And when you're having a meal, if you're across from others, it's just a a nice thing to do. Oh, may you be well. May you you be happy. Or if you're passing somebody uh, completely in the silence and no uh, n- no verbal or nonverbal communication. Just, it's a lovely way to go through the day, and it's it can be very good uh, practice for when you're at home and you're in line at the supermarket instead of everybody being in your way. Oh, may you be happy, may it be peaceful, and and it, it's it's a great protection. It's, has it been talked about as a protection here? No, metta is a protection. That was how it was originally uh, offered by the Buddha to monks who were out in the forest and were, uh, were frightened by these tree spirits that didn't want them to be there. And they went and had all kinds of demons and visions that, that these tree spirits were, were uh, giving to the, uh, to the monks to frighten them away. And they went running back to the Buddha saying, it's really scary there and dangerous and uh, you know, we, we can't practice there. It's too dangerous. And that's supposedly the story the Buddha said, um, I'll give you the most powerful protection and antidote to danger. And that's when he supposedly shared with them just the metta practice of well-wishing and they went back and meditated with that that um, aid, and that supposedly, as the story goes, the tree spirits loved having them around and protected them, and uh, they found their meditation spot. And whatever level of uh, whatever level of metaphor or literal you take that, metta is definitely a protection when you're around somebody who is just generating goodwill, generally you don't want to harm them. You, you like being in that, that aura. Um, so you can share it as a protection and as, a gen- as an act of generosity because it, it, others can feel it too. So um, whether it's tree spirits or lizards or uh, people, just wishing them well. 
something good comes from it. Whether or not it affects them, it affects you. So, enjoy. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.